I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. My family met for lunch at Hawthorne Mall years ago. At the time, a group of nuns from St. Roger Abbey were running a French pastry shop on the second floor. I was surprised to see nuns in a mall, and I did a little online snooping when I got home. It turns out the sisters of St. Roger Abbey believe that they are part of the true Roman Catholic Church. They insist that every pope since Pius II has been a false pope, and they shunned the reforms of Vatican II. Among other convictions, they worship in Latin, and they refuse to pray with anyone outside their sect. All of this made me wonder why we resist new understandings of truth and cling to old ways of living even when they don't make sense anymore. Take a moment and imagine, if you can, a world where no one ever had a new understanding of truth. We would keep in touch with letters scratched out by candlelight. We would drink well water and use bedpans in the middle of the night. Doctors would not wash their hands between visits to patients' rooms. And measles would still threaten public health. Only a few of us would be able to read or write, that is, if we were lucky enough to go to school in the first place, and we would choose our spouses like we were picking out real estate rather than marrying for love. We've all benefited from seeing truth in new ways. Even so, some of us are afraid that new understandings will lead us further away from God. Take the Amish, for example. Their way of life belongs to a world where Thomas Edison dips candles and Henry Ford crafts buggies. Or take the ultra-Orthodox Jewish community in Israel. Their fellow patriots are growing resentful because their way of life often seems to tax Israel's resources without contributing much to the common good. Even Christians who have fully embraced modernization still cling to selective biblical definitions of marriage, gender roles, and social customs. Don't misunderstand me. 
many faithful people love both God and neighbor while also resisting new understandings of truth. However, let us also remember that our resistance sometimes comes dangerously close to demonizing the Holy Spirit's witness and creative work. Jesus bound his followers to the Spirit because he knew that he could only stretch them so far. He knew that change does not come easily and that fear often triumphs over faith. They couldn't bear everything that he wanted to teach them in three short years. It would have taken them too far out of their own place and time. They would never have been able to imagine a world like ours, where women could have authority over men and where two men could marry for love. They never would have been able to imagine a world like ours, where vaccines would eradicate disease and population growth would threaten to outstrip the world's resources. They couldn't even imagine that Jesus would be raised from the dead or that the world would continue past the first century. Without a new understanding of truth, it would have been impossible for Jesus' disciples to share their faith with a second generation. Some of the greatest study and soul-searching recorded in the Bible happened between the empty tomb and the upper room. The Spirit gave them profound moments of clarity when the words of Moses, the psalmist, and the prophets took on radically new meaning in Christ. John acknowledges this earlier in his gospel when he says, Jesus' disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered these things that had been written about him and the things that had been done to him. Without the Spirit's ongoing revelation of truth, they would have only known Jesus as a failed prophet. Without the Spirit's ongoing revelation of truth, we would have no knowledge of Christ or of salvation. Without the ongoing revelation of the Spirit, there would be no preaching, no teaching, no prayer, no church. We would have discovered all that we need to know long ago, and we would only gather together to reassure ourselves that life's most difficult questions have easy answers. NPR recently told the story of Amber Scora, a former Jehovah's Witness. She began to see life's complexities in a new way while working as a missionary in China. The easy answers that her church provided gradually lost meaning for her. And after she lost her faith, she endured one of the greatest personal tragedies that you or I could imagine. Friendship and love reached her in a way that her Armageddon-oriented faith never could. Her faith could not handle her increasingly complex experience of life. And she decided that she was much happier without religion. The same could happen for any of us unless we come to terms with the fact that this is 
God's creation. God is truth. Whatever truth we discover must be of God. And our religion must be able to accommodate new understandings of that truth. The spirit of truth declares whatever the spirit hears from the Father and the Son. The spirit's voice gradually unfolds over time where the good news of Jesus Christ intersects the lives of God's people. The spirit's witness to Christ is passed from one generation to the next in these transformative moments. Jesus does not say that one day we will learn everything that there is to be learned. Jesus does not say that one day we will have all the answers. He doesn't even say that everything we need to know is in the Bible. Jesus says, I still have many things to say to you. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. This means that not even scripture has the final authority when it comes to faithful living. Only Christ and the Spirit who reveals him have that authority. Jesus sets us free from the laws and the customs that govern this age so that we might be governed by the Spirit of the age to come. No truth is more powerful than the truth of Christ crucified and risen for our world. God's grace holds us in tension between the truths that we thought we knew and new understandings of truth as they are revealed in Jesus Christ. We can live courageously into new understandings of truth because there is only one truth. If Christ is truth, and if the Spirit bears witness to truth, then whatever we discover must be of Christ and the Spirit. The real question is how to live faithfully out of new understandings of truth as they are revealed. We are curious people. We are intelligent people. We will discover new things, and we will reach new conclusions. What we do with these new conclusions is a matter of discipleship. The Spirit bears witness to Christ by reminding us of everything that he said and taught. Perhaps most importantly, the Spirit reminds us that whatever we discover, Jesus commanded us to love one another to the point of death. New understandings of truth are rightly discerned in a spirit of love that stretches itself out on the cross so that another may have life. I find comfort in Jesus' words as someone who is slow to accept new understandings of truth. God has been revealing truth since the beginning of the cosmos. 
Jesus gives us the spirit of truth so that we might courageously explore new understandings. We don't need to work by candlelight, obsess over biblical laws, or pray in Latin with like-minded people to live faithfully in this world. We live faithfully when we share the good news of Jesus Christ and take his good news seriously in the way we live. All new understandings of truth are bound together by the Spirit of God and the truth of our salvation in Christ. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.sttimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always.